0: Hello, and welcome back for another episode of the Accessible Technology Podcast. My name is Feebs, and this is a podcast where you get to hear all about the everyday technology that is accessible for disabled people, as well as learning what technology is less accessible and where you can also get details on how tech companies can continue making their technology even more accessible, if that's something you're into. If you're wondering why all of the stories on here are recorded from the point of view of someone who has very limited movement, It is basically because I have been paralysed from the neck down since 2001 and that basically means that the only bit of movement I have is my head. So for that reason, that is why each of these are recorded from the point of view of someone who can't really move that much. So if you are someone who also Want to learn how you can use tech despite not being able to move much? Or if you are someone who just wants to learn ways of being able to use technology without much movement, then this is the podcast for you. And the good news is that this podcast is now available to listen to on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music and Audible, on Google Podcasts and on Spotify, as well as via a video version of it, which can be accessed by searching for the Accessible Technology Podcast on YouTube. And I also read more, not reading it three times a week, so you get a good amount of stories. But anyway, in this episode, we're going to be hearing about how home automation offers more independence to disabled people, which comes from a video that I first uploaded to YouTube back in December 2020 and was included as one of my Disability History Month tech talks that I did that year or more commonly known as the time when the UK was going for its second lockdown even though Boris, he was then still Prime Minister didn't really follow the rules much himself, but still insisted on keeping a strict eye on us. But here's just a few additional notes about home automation. However, before I get fully into the episode, as I come to the additional notes that I include in most of these episodes, so the term automation was first coined in the automobile industry about 1940 and it was used to describe the increased use of automated devices and controls in mechanical production lines but began to grow massively since the 90s and the 2000s and still continues to grow today and well they obviously didn't get everything right some movies that have come out in the last 40 years have featured some sort of home automation as well such as back to the future 2 and despicable me even if the latter one is an animated movie but If you've seen it, let's admit that something in that is akin to the ring to a bell. But now that I've said all of that, let's jump straight into this episode. So while the internet of things, which if you don't know what that is, it's basically the name we give to um, We connect our everyday smart devices to the internet might have once been thought of as science fiction since the introduction of smart systems like Amazon's Alexa, the Google Home, Apple HomeKit, etc. It has been widely used by disabled people as well as able-bodied people you can now turn on your lights, control your heating, turn your TV on and a lot more just by using a voice command and this is what I'm going to be talking about for this video. So at point number one we have home automation in general. If you want to get interested in creating your smartphone, you're going to have to go into the world of artificial intelligence and you can find out more about my thoughts on this by checking out my review of the Amazon Alexa Echo Dot 3 which if you haven't seen it yet you can find by clicking on the card above or by going over to the blog I said in that review that giving voice commands can sometimes be a wee bit difficult but this will obviously just be something that will improve as AI and smart speakers get better but I really can't describe any more of it, as I haven't checked out the new devices that have just been released, like the fourth generation of Echo products. So coming in then, at number two, we have smart light bulbs at the end of last year, beginning of this year. I decided I wanted to take my room up as a way of getting a little bit more independent. I started with looking into smart life folks and on my birthday in January, I got one of the life X ones. But unfortunately, there were problems with it straight away when I found that the bulb wouldn't fit my lights that I have around the room on my walls and had to buy a lamp instead which you can see off the side there. But although the lamp does blend into my walls yep, okay and it does work I still think I would like to find bulbs that would work with the lights I have on my room as well as seven of my spotlights. And guys, if you see anything in this video that you think you could help with, please comment it in the comment below or rejoin me over social media. But since the rest of 2020, Pan died differently than any of us would have imagined. I have decided to leave the rest of my smartphone journey for next year. So as I only got as far as looking at smart light bulbs, I'm beginning to look at how I could control my TV this year before being put into shielding. Based on what order I might install things in next year, at point number 3, I'm looking at smart locks. For years I've wanted to get control over one of my bedroom doors, but I would also like to be able to, when we can, go out to pieces again, to be in the situation where I can open and close a door by myself. With smart locks, we can lock and unlock your door by tapping your phone or giving a voice command. But if I got one of these, I would need one that would open doors as well and close them. So if there's any, Devices like these out there in the world, then please let me know. Or maybe developers could develop something like that. But another thing about them is I would have to be able to make a schedule. And I would also need an override mode in the case of a fire. So coming in at number four, we have TV controls smart TVs have really taken off over the last few years. With 48% of households in the UK now having access to smart TVs, with 6.7 million of UK households according to Find the UK subscribed to to more subscription services and what makes them really accessible is the ability to set your phone and tablet up as a TV remote. I will admit that this year I didn't get a score as setting up my smart TV to turn on with my phone goodbye. But what I was able to do is set up my Apple TV to work with my phone and iPad. So at number five, we have smart thermostats. Home automation also makes it possible to control your heating through the latest technology, helping to save money and energy as well. With thermostat, switch, connect to Alexa, Google Home, Apple HomeKit and more. Disabled and elderly people can also adjust their heating up using a phone or a tablet or even a smart speaker. And you can even set schedules for when you're not home. And finally, at point number six, we have robot vacuums. Robot vacuums are another bit of home automation that can work well with clean cleaning for people, as they also double as a mop and can clean up all surfaces. You can get ones which connect to Alexa, but I can't. Say any more than this really because the one I got from my family last year was one that didn't connect to Alexa and was also I think attacked when it startled my two cats and my dog who decided to go in for the kill but yeah the what, guys? Hopefully, the next one I buy at some point will have a little bit better luck. But what are your thoughts on everything that I've said in this? Have you bought any of the home automation devices included? And if you have, in what ways do you think they've helped? Or do you think that they have helped? A lot, and what would you keep the same or change about them? If you would like to pass on some of your thoughts, you can include them in a review wherever you're listening to this, as well as via the contact pages over on my Feed Shelter review site. This can be found by searching for www.eltechreviews.co.uk or you can also get in contact with me by going over to the contact page on my other website fibilau.com. If you're interested in watching my other videos on accessible technology, you can find them by searching for PL Tech Reviews on YouTube and clicking on the channel. And if you would like to see any of my accessible tourism reviews as well as my film, TV, theatre reviews and political videos, you can see those by searching for Federal Journalism on YouTube. And don't worry if you would prefer to listen to an audio version podcast of all of that as well if you're driving. Because you can also follow the Free Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music and Audible, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher and Radio Public. And that is where you'll basically get everything that I cover on feed cell journalism and podcast Forum. And as already mentioned, I do also have a channel for the Accessible Technology Podcast, if you would like to check out some video versions of this podcast. But anyway, that's all for now. So the next few episodes coming out are going to be carrying on from the Disability History Month episodes that I did in 2020, as a six of those to do altogether. And the next episodes to come out will be one about accessibility options that developers should include to make technology and gaming more accessible and after that I'll be jumping into an episode about where accessible and assistive tech sits within the law. The last episode to be uploaded as part of that series will be an episode about disability representation in video games and then i'll be jumping into a little bit more upbeat stuff as well so we'll be away from the pandemic stuff that i did in relation and during the time when we were all locked away and forced under government control but thanks for listening to this complete podcast episode the whole way through And please follow it if you like what I'm doing. As I said, I plan to update this podcast three times a week now, but that should allow me to soon move on to covering more of the tech stories that are taking place this year and reacting to them. But, I'll see how everything goes and please keep in mind I do have other things that I'm doing as well and commitments that I have to keep up with as well at the current times so if anything doesn't come out as quickly one week than it does the other week. That's basically why. But in you know my life is, but if you would like to support me over on my socials, you can do so by searching for acts now on Twitter and by also searching for the real Phs on Instagram. You can also follow the fe out hypoy sites as well if you have a wordpress account but if you don't have a wordpress account you can support everything i do as part of phoebes tech through the socials by searching for at el tech reviews on twitter and on instagram because that is the socials for the site But anyway, thanks for listening and I'll talk to you on the next one. Bye!